right now on Higher Journeys with Alexis Brooks. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a special edition, on location edition of Higher Journeys. I can't believe I'm saying that. It has actually been nearly two years, maybe a little bit more, since I've had the pleasure of sitting down with one of my guests face-to-face, and I don't mean virtually. I had Kyle Russell, owner of Crystal Concentrics and Crystal Expert, uh, to my home. We shot out in the garden, and uh, what a conversation it was. I'm going to preface before we go any further by saying the following. Disclaimer. I am working with a brand new camera, a camera that I have owned, even at this point, less than 24 hours. Long story, short journeyers. I had a snafu with my other equipment. We won't get into naming any names, but as a result, I ended up uh, purchasing a a new set of gear last night and was up until two o'clock in the morning trying to work it all out. So you're going to have to forgive. There are a couple of shots that weren't quite framed right. We're working on it. And believe me, um, I'll I'll get past that learning curve uh, shortly. But in the meantime, I want you to enjoy what I would call a rather short but exquisite episode where Kyle and I delve into the mystery, the enigma, the controversy that is Moldavite. I know many of you uh, watching and listening today know what Moldavite is. Perhaps you even own a piece. I'd love to hear your thoughts on uh, if you do, your experiences with it, it's it's quite still quite a, a fascinating uh, crystal to me, uh, just in terms of its mystery and what it is that is igniting so many powerful experiences and in individuals. I happen to be wearing one right now, uh, my first day wearing it, first time camera, first time wearing the Moldavite, interesting day. Nonetheless, enjoy my episode with Kyle Russell. And one more thing before we get started with the show. If you haven't heard already, I'm going to say it now. I'm so delighted that we have finally launched our QHHT Higher Journeys Scholarship, or I should say Higher Journeys QHHT Scholarship. Julia Cannon, daughter of the late Dolores Cannon and myself and the QHH team have teamed up uh, to put together uh, what we hope to be our first scholarship award in January of 2022. We are looking at building our Patreon, the Higher Journeys Patreon membership, to 1,000 members by year's end so that we can begin awarding scholarships every month, each and every month, up to 20% of our membership uh, to go to folks that want to become healers for some reason, aren't able to afford it. We'd like to be able to offer those scholarships. So with that said, yes, I am asking kindly for your support. Go on over to Patreon patreon.com slash higher journeys get the incredible after show that we've got all uh, racked up and ready to go uh, with kyle russell after you watch this episode and uh, do take advantage of all the many other perks that we have uh, on our patreon page and most importantly please help us reach our goal so that we can begin awarding qhht scholarships so with that said sit back enjoy the show once again forgive the little glitches we'll get better next time i promise Uh, But most importantly, enjoy our exquisite discussion on the mysteries and the enigma of Moldavite. Well, look who we have here, Mr. Russell. You know, it's so interesting how it seems like five minutes ago we were on a Zoom call and poof, just like that, you're here. That's right. How'd you do that? I don't know. know. Manifestation. In this day and age, I wouldn't be surprised if you teleported. (laughs) So welcome. Welcome to Casa de Brooks. Welcome, Higher Journeys audience, journeyers. 
I am finally after I think probably close to two years doing uh, my first uh, face-to-face in about Ooh, two right. years. Right, that's so momentous. It's great to be uh, back in in real company. So welcome, sure. and just as we're, we're hoping, guys, I'm going to tell you right out of the bat. This is a, we're using some brand new gear, got a brand new camera last night, was up till two o'clock in the morning trying to figure out how to get this right. So if there's a a few glitches here and there, we believe the sound should be fine. But in the event that it's not perfect, please forgive me. (laughs) And of course, the sun is now glaring on our face and hopefully everything will work out. Nonetheless, we are here to talk about a couple of things. First and foremost, I'm going to put up a, a screenshot of your fantastic brand new book, May, I think it came out, right? Uh, June. Or June of yeah. this year. Crystal Energy, Understanding and Working with Stones for Clarity and Flow. Now, when we were kind of putting this talk together, I said, Kyle, now look, we would be remiss if we didn't really focus our conversation on one stone that is gaining <laughs> just a little bit of attention these days. It has been for a while, and that is none other than... Moldavite. Moldavite. That's what we're going to talk about today. Okay. Well, and I'm not surprised. I was thinking, I wonder why Alexis picked Moldavite out of a hat to talk about. <laughs> and she happens to be wearing one. I sure do. This was recently is, gifted to me. Yeah. So. And, um, and I think the reason, as far as you're concerned, I was looking over your, your, your various videos, and there's a heavy attention on the whole extraterrestrial aspect. And for those in your audience who have listened to our interview from, I think, early, early last year, uh, that was a main focus, was me telling my story about how Moldavite came into my life with a crash bang, mm. and the result was a download of pretty much all the information that I have now about crystals. And that has culminated in the book finally being written and coming out. That was a fantastic episode. And by the way, we'll make sure to have a link so y'all can check it out. What uh, a journey of what I would call high strangeness and how a stone. Now, we think of working with stones energetically as having more or less of a nuanced effect or a subtle effect. But particularly when we're talking about Moldavite, whatever it is, I want to get into, I really want to sort of pick your brain on what you think is uh, in the structure of Moldavite to evoke such experiences although I would say that yours was quite uh, really almost inexplicable having this sort of extraterrestrial you believe uh, encounter vis-a-vis this Moldavite we're not going to get into the story today because again we're going to link you'll hear the whole story but let's <laughs> st- let's begin with that the uniqueness of Moldavite in that it tends to trigger these sorts of experiences not just extraterrestrial experiences but um, alternative experiences. I don't even know how you would, how would right. you describe it? Well, I think part of the excitement about Moldavite is that it is a perfect and actual blending of space material with earth material. And we as human beings, even though we sort of come from here or think of ourselves as coming from here, uh, a lot of us also feel like we have an additional extraterrestrial sourcing, whether that be from being dropped here by aliens or by having spiritual connections through religious beliefs, 
into celestial realms that are really beyond uh, the brick and mortar that we see around us. Mm -hmm. So I think that combination of earthly and heavenly uh, energies is exciting to people and evocative and it helps them to explore their own bigness, their own, I call I call Moldavite a cosmic aura stone. A cosmic aura stone. And so when we think about our aura, our aura uh, physically is, you know, what sheaths our body. And some people think of that as being tight to the skin or a foot or five feet spreading out from your body. But the cosmic aura continues all the way up to the stars. Mm -hmm. And if Moldavite is capable of embodying or evoking that connection and that sense of continuity then it's only natural that people should get really excited about it and when they come in contact with it it can produce cataclysmic or traumatic or extraordinary upheaval right i want to talk about that i want to uh, start with a quote from your book that i think you've kind of referenced already and i think it's very powerful where you say the importance what you'd like the reader to take away from the book, and essentially what you're talking about is the melding of the seen with the unseen, mm. the logical with the inspirational, and the scientific with the spiritual. So we're talking about establishing an equilibrium. Both sides are important. Do you believe that Moldavite can act as, among other stones, of course, as a catalyst in doing that? Um, so just to reframe your question to make sure I'm understanding it correctly, can Moldavite act as a catalyst or a bridge, a bridge between the spiritual and the scientific, between all these different sort of dichotomies, the logical and the illogical? Right, exactly. Um, and I would say yes. It's not, a, it's not a mind stone, interestingly, though. I group all stones according to my 10-category system, and instead of being a third-eye stone, or uh, it's a um, it's a source stone. A source stone. A source stone. So a source stone means it's an automatic and instant connector between us and source. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, it is an automatic and continuous bridge. And in fact, I just this morning grabbed a dot com uh, that is unique, and it is moldavitemessenger.com a dot com explain yep. i got a dot com a web address ah, okay. because i want to build up my brand a little more specifically around moldavite because otherwise i've got crystal concentrics which is great as a sort of umbrella company name but i've focused sufficiently on moldavite and i have now enough moldavite like literally in the past two years i went from having a, a credible Moldavite selection to having a world-class... incredible Moldavite. Yeah, ex <laughs> Speaking of incredible Moldavite, yeah. I can't take this anymore. Y'all have to time? see it. It is time. It's time. Drum roll, please. Okay. I want the audience, I want the journeyers to see We brought you've... a few show-and-tell items, and this is one of them. This is really stunning. This I'm... is a large... You see it's kind of got a crater... Um, it's a little thicker at the top and bottom, and it's a little bowed at the front. And I call this the Cosmic Forest. And it's a very deep stone. And uh, if you could see the sun coming through it, it's really, Just really quite... right down. Yeah, it's now. got great color. Um, 
and the reason I just recently took this out of a macrame pouch because I wanted to hold it and we were just talking about how it would be a shame to have it wire wrapped or sort of caged or trapped in a permanent setting mm -hmm. uh, because it is it is a nice shape and it's a and it's an incredible size and the vibe is wonderful so I've turned away some even more sort of traditionally spectacular Moldavites in favor of this one because it's just it's just my personal piece. So question, does size matter when it comes to a stone like this? We were talking about that too and the, 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 the answer is sometimes yes. When I first got into Moldavite I w had a piece about the size or smaller as your pendant there. Um, yeah, you could see that pendant and a pendant that size can easily carry all the information that you could ever want. It's all about the link, the downlink, the portal, the connection, the vortex. And the vortex can be a very small space or a bigger space. The difference with a larger piece in the case of Moldavite is that if you consider the raw material, the actual uh, sort of impact glass itself to carry the vibe, then in a bigger piece you've got more of that vibe. So it's possible to get hit over the head a little more immediately right. with a bigger piece. I have to tell you, when we were on our Zoom call yesterday, <laughs> uh, you showed me, you just simply held the piece up to the camera yes. and guys, hand on heart, I could feel the energy emanating from that stone. Right Let's talk the about the potential effect when somebody looks through your book, as an example, gazes at just an image or even recalls mm. an image in, in their mind. Let's say right. you have now seen this Moldavite. I'm going to see if we can take a still shot so I can put an even closer oh, image yeah. up for you. Once a per person is gazing into that, can it have an energetic effect? Can it have an effect on their energy system by looking at it? So you're, you're saying that seeing it even on the pages of a book, can that have the impact that I'm, we're talking about? And I would say yes, and that was one of the arguments in my, uh, in my sort of promotion of my card deck, which you happen to have right there. Mind if I show the cards? Yep, you know what? Before you have you a plan. Do, I have a plan because we're <laughs> going to take a quick break. I have to take a quick break. When we come back, okay. we're going to show the cards. We're going to get a little bit more into the conspiracy having to do, or the controversy, I think we, we should say, <laughs> about Moldavite these days. What's that all about? Hang on, guys. We will be right back. When we come back, we're going to be talking about all that good stuff. Be right back. If you're enjoying this episode, along with all of the subjects that we cover here on Higher Journeys, then I invite you to join our members-only community on Patreon, where we go even deeper into the conversations with the guests that you know and love. Not only does your membership ensure that we can keep this work going and growing, but you'll also get immediate access to our exclusive after shows. Get up close and personal with the guests of the show, along with many other member perks. So click on the link below to join now or visit higherjourneys.com where you'll find the Patreon link. We'll see you on the journey. Thanks. All right, everyone, we are back. We are speaking with Crystal Expert, Crystal Concentric's own Kyle Russell. We're talking about Moldavite. We're talking about the good, the bad, the beautiful, the inexplicable, the anomalous Moldavite. <laughs> That's true, and you mentioned the sort of controversy, you even used the word conspiracy. Um, and conspiracy. there's a lot of people who believe 
that, you know, a handful of viral videos on TikTok, and mine was definitely, I had a few viral vi videos about Moldavite on TikTok in that period coming into 2021. And I think that there were some people really ranting, they're the cicadas, uh, ranting about the intensity of the effect of Moldavite on their lives, uh -huh. that it sped up uh, relationships breaking up or losing jobs or, you know, whatever it is got accelerated. And I know from my experience, my own learning about crystals, even though it was completely subconscious and sort of just came in as a direct download into my brain, um, was cataclysmically quick. So it is possible and it is understandable for that to really happen. I even got a question that I made a video about, is it possible for a Moldavite to actually kill you? Mm. And I said, why not? Anything is possible and everything is possible. Wow. However, that doesn't mean that that's necessarily what's gonna happen to you when you get it. And a lot of people are afraid to get it because they're like, I'm not ready for the change. I don't want the, 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 the rapid growth. And for me personally, when I first experienced Moldavite, my experience was so intense that I stayed away from it for 20 years. I remember you saying that. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want any part of this because it's too spacey, it's too alieny, and I wanna really consolidate my terrestrial presence and rooting and grounding. Even though I believe I've been here for many lifetimes, um, it just was too threatening for me, as it is for many people, to take that walk on the wild side. I knew that I was in the presence of some unusual people, and he said, hey, I'd like for you to have this. And he gave me a little piece of Moldavite, less than an inch long. Um, I imagine it had to be worth 60 or $80. And, and he just put it in my hand, and I was very surprised because I didn't, I, I wouldn't think that he would be generous like that to someone who was a total stranger mm. who hadn't shown any interest in the stones. And I said, okay, thanks very much, and we left the store. stone into my right pocket, as I recall, and we got in the car, and I was a passenger because I didn't drive yet at that time, and all of a sudden I could feel all this energy galactic and earthly energy it felt like it was coming from above and also coming up through my leg like all energy from all directions almost like these black roots or tendrils were all just feeding in energy through my body towards the my pocket where the stone was and it was so incredibly intense that i took the stone out and i put it on the floor of the car because I, I couldn't really be in contact with it. It was so physically intense. Um, and after that, I believe it was that night, I had the strangest dream. Um, I was in my store, the same store that we worked in, and I was, you know, I was in the produce department, but I was putting out some stuff by the front window, and this nondescript woman comes up to the window, and uh, she was shortish white woman and with maybe dyed blonde hair short hair and uh very nondescript but she looked at me through the glass and she opened her mouth and this sound came out of the mouth that i had never heard before it was the most intense and sort of 
uh, all-encompassing sound. And I looked around to see if anyone else had heard her and found myself responding to her in this same language. So she said something to me, and I said something back to her, and it was so, and I don't know if I realized what was said in the moment, but when you have an intense dream like that, you tend to like wake up, bolt upright, and Mm -hmm. that happened for me. I opened my eyes and was looking straight up at the mantelpiece where this Moldavite was. I've heard you say before, I believe, that all stones, to say broadly, because we know that not all minerals are crystals, although all crystals are minerals, but all stones do what they do. Right. When you bring a stone into your presence, rather than assign it, it's a bad stone or it's a good stone. It is a stone that has a certain resonant frequency. When you bring it into your proximity, it's going to do what it needs to do for you, including purging of the shadow. And this is, as, you're, as we're hearing these little anecdotes about people allegedly having these horrific experiences with this particular stone, could that be something that is just uh, the, the, the need to address that shadow and purging that shadow? Mm. Is that supposed to happen? Well, I don't, I don't, uh, the shadow is a whole other topic that we could spend a whole conversation yeah. on. Um, I don't know that purge, purging the shadow seems to be a kind of like a, I want to move away from the shadow self. But the shadow self accompanies you just like a true shadow wherever you go. So there is no escaping the shadow, but there is building a relationship with exactly. it. Exactly. Building a relationship. And again, this is all sort of philosophical on, on our part. None of us truly know how it works. but. You know, you hear a lot of talk today about addressing, we all have a shadow side to whatever extent and for whatever reason. Um, Rather than getting rid of the shadow, I look at it as a transmutation of the shadow. Like we take Mm. our stuff and perhaps do a grounding exercise, give it to Mother Earth to compost. Mm. And like Mother Earth, do we have the ability to transmute some of these darker sides vis-a-vis stones like Moldavite, I wonder. Right. Well, I like what you say about Question transmutation, mark. and smoky quartz is one of my favorite transmutation stones. I think, I think rather than subjugating or purging or ridding ourselves of the shadow side, coming into relationship means understanding it and gaining a positive relationship and perspective about it so that it's not dangerous right. to us or others. Right. Okay. Um, that's how I would uh, think about how we should manage that. And I think Moldavite is, 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 puts you right in the middle of that process. And if you're not ready to battle those demons, uh, they might get a, the better of you, which mm-hmm. is why some of the people are re- reporting horrible experiences. Right. I want you to check your time. We're not going to... We're, we're very checking. Transparent we've got here. five minutes. We've got five minutes. So I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to... I want you to show these okay. very, very briefly. Tell us about them very quickly. And we're going to wind it down because the last thing we want to do... Remember, brand new camera. Found out <laughs> that we only have 30 minutes on uh, the battery. <laughs> yeah. So we may be able to do a little a little bit in, in, in post and add a little bit to it because it seems True. like we've just got such a deep topic and we're not giving it it's just you we're always an internet click away from each other that's right 
Tell so, us about these stones real Yes, quick. I'm going to tell you about these, and I'm going to remind you, based on things that we talked about before, that if you see the picture on the uh, page in the book, or you see it online, it's possible to invoke and create that relationship, because it's all about the relationship that we have with the stones. I'm going to start with this is a gorgeous citrine, one of my favorite citrines in my collection. It has a large uh, rainbow down the middle of it, and for me it represents the pure and unencumbered self. So it takes a very uh, high place in my sort of pantheon of stones, but it is often faked out there. And I've gotten a lot of interest in my... You've done a lot my, of writing on that, a lot of talking yeah. about that. Yeah. This is jade. This is a gorgeous river-worn jade that feels so good. I'm going to hold it. You want to hold heavy. it? It's heavy wow. and it's soft. And one of the things I love about river-worn jade is that it feels a little more like human skin than most stones. Mm-hmm. I'd agree. Um, for me, it's the Mother Earth Stone, all about the embrace of Gaia and feeling secure in your placement on the planet. And that's last but not least, we have our friend Sugilite here. Oh, that's a Sugilite. This is a Sugilite, a great big one. The biggest one I have, I sold the even bigger one I had uh, to someone in China. Point being, Sugilite for me is the manifestation stone. It mimics, it's right there on the top of the book. Do you see the picture on the top of the book? Ah. Okay. This stuff is, is uh, Sugilite. Wow. Okay. Um, and it mimics the process of manifestation by which we take our dreams and hopes and turn them into reality. Love it. Love it. Perfect place to end. This is the book, Crystal Energy, Understanding and Working with Stones for Clarity and Flow. Of course, we're going to have a link to this book as well as we didn't have a chance to talk about this. We're going to figure out how to extend this interview a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. This great companion uh, what I call an oracle deck. I've been using it as an oracle deck. So, Kyle Russell, thank you so much. Thank you for for gracing me with your presence in my space, in my garden. My pleasure. On the grounds. On the grounds. And listen, quick reminder, y'all, come on over. You know what happens after this. The Patreon after show. It's extraordinarily special oh, yeah. for me this time around because if you don't know, you will soon find out about the QHHT Scholarship Fund, the Quantum Healing Hypnosis Technique Scholarship Fund that Higher Journeys is now a part of. We're in fundraising mode. So we really, really would love for you to come on, join the membership. Up to 20% of the membership donations on our Patreon, God willing, if we make our goal, we'll be going to a scholarship for someone to take training in QHHT. So head on over to the after show. Get a bunch of other after shows that we've got for you, some free meditations, including what we recorded with Kyle yesterday, crystal meditation. So there you have it. We're about to run out of battery, so I'm going to say ta-ta for now. We might be able to get a little bit more, and let's see if we can inside where it's a little cooler. All right, guys, guess what? We got a little bit of a bonus. I happened to look at my brand new camera, and I found out that we actually had more time than we thought, so we grabbed... Kyle Russell back. We're inside. We're going to continue this conversation about Moldavite for maybe about 10 or so more minutes. So let's continue. We were down the track. We were going down the track, Kyle, about the the controversy associated with the enigma that is Moldavite. Mm. Let's now talk about some of the more positive but powerful still aspects that you have heard of people working with Moldavite? Because I'm sure there are many of those stories as well. 
That's true. I mean, I guess to counterbalance all the horror stories are many, many stories where people say, oh, it's been wonderful and, and a positive influence in my life and I was ready for the changes that came. Um, and it's those people who uh, give it a better name mm -hmm. and it's also those people who end up being happier with having Moldavite in their lives. Mm -hmm. So they, you know, are happy to get more jewelry or more pieces of it because each one I mentioned this in our interview I was listening back to it um, about how each Moldavite could be like a cell phone that leads to a different number or a different entity mm -hmm. and so when you have more than one piece you have the opportunity to get different glimpses different angles it's like say the Moldavite experience is a great big forest and each stone is like a different tree in that forest so it gives you different perspective on what's going on in there. Wouldn't it be fair to say that that's the case with most energetically strong crystals or crystals in general? Uh, not so true and really? I'll tell you yeah because there are certain crystals that are far more individuated than others so say, for example, uh, the, the satin spar selenite logs that people are very familiar with, mm -hmm. like the one in the wand that you showed mm -hmm. me. So that material is very homogeneous, and it's homogeneous with other selenites. So you can count on pretty much the same thing every time you pick up a selenite. Okay. Whereas with a moldavite, you really can't, because each one is like a very intricate fingerprint of another world or another reality. So even like Sugilite, one of my other favorites, um, even though the pieces are visually different, energetically there's a common thread. But Moldavite, not so much, because it's very different. Each thread is very different. Who is it, if you know, that discovered the extraordinary power that Moldavite tends to uh, emit? Well, when was this determined? Well, this was, I think, I think when, um, during the harmonic convergence, which is when I actually got into crystals, In the 80s. there were, yeah, mm -hmm. there were authors who were already out at that time talking about it and who had discovered Moldavite and started being in the presence of it. And I got turned on to it by Robert Simmons and, um, and he was on it early in the game, and that's the that's thirty four years ago now. Mm -hmm. So uh, it seemed like yesterday, but uh, but that's when it sort of. And then now people are like, "Oh my gosh, we're discovering this thing now!" But really, it's been around for a while. I don't know about whether the uh, you know in Czech Republic often in the countries of origins people don't get the magical qualities of a mm -hmm. given stone, even if it's their national stone, which is too bad. That would be interesting to really delve into, to find out what, what was the epiphany or who, assuming it was maybe not one person, and perhaps several, quite a few people were discovering its power. I say power, I want to be careful when I use that word, but it's strength, it's, uh, it's inherent capabilities. It's capabilities. Yeah. It's so expensive now, too. It has gone up in value a great deal because it's, uh, it's supposedly a finite quantity, except for the fact that there are parts of Czech Republic that have not been fully exploited in terms of the ground dug up. 
And I even, this is the only place you can get it? It's the only place in the it's world the that it happens. Place. Really? Yeah. It is a tektite, and there are other tektites which are formed similarly around the world, but this is the only one that's A, translucent, and B, green, and C, gem quality, that it can be faceted. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, it's certainly not going anywhere in terms of its popularity for quite some time. And I'm, again, so grateful. I'm actually going to give a shout out to, I'm going to call him a colleague yeah. of yours, Mark Bayerski, who was a recent mm. guest on our show, uh, was kind enough to, to give this to me all the way from Spain. So I want to give a shout out. For now, depending on what happens, Mark, <laughs> it's going to be quite interesting. I actually have an, another true. piece of Moldavite that I didn't really feel a need to work with for quite mm. some time. I, I try to approach my stones, and you'll soon see I've got quite quite the collection um, intuitively as to when I decide to work with them. But uh, that's just sort of how I how I work with them. I've, I've never been one to pile crystals on. It's just one now for this reason. And, mm. But yeah, be interested to see how this goes. Listen, before we yes. sign off, because we are, tell us where people can learn more about your work, yes. where they can actually purchase Moldavite and other nice pieces. Very true. Crystalconcentrics.com is my website, and that's my brand that goes across platforms to YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Facebook, all under Crystal Concentrics. Love and um, if there's ever any question, people can just email me, Kyle at crystalconcentrics.com. Beautiful. And it's a beautiful website with lots of eye candy. And if if what we discussed earlier is true in terms of just gazing at some of these stones, you definitely want to go there because he's got some beautiful stones to look at and you may actually have an effect just by looking at a moldavite before you purchase it. So Very true. <laughs> anyway, so glad we could extend a little time. Yes, thank cool you. Cool off a little bit and uh, finish up our discussion on moldavite. And it won't be, this won't be the last. I know there'll be more. Oh, yes. and by the way, uh-huh. didn't you happen to write a little article in the Higher Journeys blog about moldavite a while ago? I, I believe you did. I actually did. That's true. So definitely check out we'll Higher link Journeys. we that as well. Yeah. And yeah, do some good reading. Awesome. Thanks again, Kyle. I Thank appreciate you. you and all of your lovely work you're doing with crystals. Thank you. Thanks again, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.